Hey everybody, thanks for joining me today. Um, I'd like to talk about a song, uh, Oh Holy Night, a popular Christmas classic. And usually when I go into uh, the background of a song, I'm covering all the scriptural references and going into depth on the theology behind the song. But this time, I'm gonna cover it a little bit differently. It's got quite the history. So, um, Oh Holy Night is a timeless Christmas carol, obviously, with a slightly controversial story. Um, it's, uh, I got my information from several websites, including uh, galaxynotes.com, just to let you know. Um, the carol has multiple versions, the original French and the English variations being the most predominant. Uh, the beginnings of Minuit Christian, maybe, <laughs> uh, means Midnight Christians, can be dated back to the end of 1843. Uh, Placide Capot, I believe, uh, the author of the French lyrics. He was a wine merchant and a poet, and although he was never particularly religious, in fact, some records say he was an atheist, uh, a parish priest uh, coaxed Capot to write a Christmas poem uh, to celebrate the recent renovation of a church organ in his hometown. I guess that's kind of a big deal, right? At that time, it was in 1843. Uh, in the same year, Adolphe Adam crafted its accompanying music, and in 1847, the song was subsequently premiered by Emily Laurie, a famous opera singer. Uh, in 1855, John Sullivan Dwight translated the O Holy Night into English. And O Holy Night has a controversial, albeit uh, intriguing, story. Uh, the dissensions attached to it can be connected with two distinct factors. Number one, the lyricist was likely an atheist and uh, the composer was Jewish. And uh, neither were so-called uh, church regulars, uh, which created kind of a furor among the conservative church communities and authorities. And uh, although O Holy Night was initially incorporated and accepted into Christmas services, its atheist and Jewish origin was soon discovered, and uh, they subsequently declared it unsuitable for Christmas services, received an immense amount of flack for a lack of musical flavor, get that, uh, and the stark absence of religious spirit. Uh, the lyrics focused on humanity and championed humility. The fact that all men and women had souls was considered to be highly radical at that time. And the Catholic Church tried its best to kind of bury the song and they somewhat succeeded. Um, however, the English translation uh, by John Solomon Dwight revived it and it focused on the universality of the universality of the human spirit and uh, Dwight's version quickly became famous in the United States of America due to the ongoing civil war. Uh, the carol had its unique energy and effects throughout history. This is kind of fun stuff here. The, the Franco-Prussian War of 1871, a French soldier started singing it on Christmas Eve. This event took place in the middle of a fight and the soldier suddenly stood up in his trench and faced the Germans unarmed and broke out into the song. And the legend goes that the Germans responded by singing a carol of their own. And the hostilities were ceased for 24 hours and the soldiers from both camps celebrated Christmas. That's what I'm reading. Uh, Reginald Fessenden, a Canadian inventor, helped devise the radio. And after briefly studying the Bible, he started playing the tune of O Holy Night into the microphone. And this was again reflected on Christmas Eve of 1906 when sailors across the Atlantic were stunned to hear a man's voice and music coming out of the wireless machines that generally transmitted Morse codes. Uh, the teary-eyed sailors 
floating in the dark oceans were mesmerized and very much awestruck by the transcendent melody as it was played on the radio. Finally, in 1933, the carol succeeded in gaining mass recognition in the contemporary music industry. Contemporary. Uh, the song has many recorded versions and has left a vast footprint among both religious music, classical music, and popular music singers over time. Oh Holy Night has always been alluring. It holds true to the saying that music is might. Uh, despite the controversies, multiple instances when it had been sanitized to suit the narrative of the church at the time, um, it has reclaimed its charm. It has survived its uh, multiple detractors and has carved a niche of its own in musical history. The sweet melody blends well with its English version, offering a more abstract version than the original, far cry from the original French narrative. Um, oh, Holy Night, it's fascinating. It crafts a beautiful image, serenely beaming sense of love and yearning for unity. And here is the English translation of the French lyrics. It says, roughly, according to Google Translate and other websites, <laughs> uh, Midnight Christians, it's the solemn hour when God-man descended to us to erase the stain of original sin and to end the wrath of his father. The entire world thrills with hope on this night that gives us a savior. People kneel down, wait for your deliverance. Christmas, Christmas, here is the redeemer. Christmas, Christmas, here is the redeemer. The redeemer has overcome every obstacle. The earth is free and heaven is open. He sees a brother where there was only a slave. Love unites those that had that iron had chained. Who will tell him of our gratitude? It's for all of us that he is born, that he suffers and dies. People stand up, sing of your deliverance. Christmas, Christmas, sing of the Redeemer. Christmas, Christmas, sing of the Redeemer. And you know, if you go, just Google the lyrics for Oh Holy Night if you don't know them, and you'll see pieces of this uh, reflected in the lyrics. It's been reworked, obviously, for English. Um, but anyway, so that's the history of Oh Holy Night, and uh, we'll be singing this song on Sunday, and hopefully you can find some deeper meaning in the song, having spent a little bit of time pondering the lyrics and where everything came from. It gives it kind of a background for you, um, and it just goes to show that God can use anyone and anything for his glory and for his purpose, and I'm glad for that because that means that he can use you and he can use me uh, for his uh, purposes and for his glory, and uh, we just are... I'm thankful for his grace and his purpose for our lives today. And I hope to see you on Sunday. We'll be singing. Thanks.